is here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811, obviously I wasn't here on the program last evening, I want to thank my buddy, Brian Mudd, and I will explain exactly why in the next hour, all good, I hear people say, Very complicated what happened in federal court today in Wilmington, Delaware. With the federal judge there. Very complicated. Everything everything blew up. The sweetheart deal and so forth. (coughs) The judge's name is Mary Ellen Norica. And as we're reminded over and over again, she was appointed by President Trump. And as I remind you over and over again... At the district court level, that's the federal trial court level, level, a president makes these appointments but has to make the appointment with the support of the senators in their state. Or they can withhold their support and block a nomination forever. So it is a Trump appointee in Joe Biden's state. And so Biden, or his people two fake senators from Delaware had to go along with it. But so that's neither here nor there. So what happened today? This judge, whomever she is, whatever her background, put her foot down. She did something that not a single federal judge in Washington, D.C. has done. Not one. And more on that later, too. Because those judges are in the tank for the Department of Justice. They're in the tank for the government. They're in the tank for the Bidens, effectively. Some of them are Republicans. But they come out of the Department of Justice, and these are their buddies. And they're very upset with Trump. And so they are constantly ruling against Trump and ruling against his people. But most of these cases wind up in front of 
but not exclusively Obama-appointed judges. There's, there's a Trump-appointed judge there in D.C. who's a complete Department of Justice hack. Complete hack. Again, more later. We have discussed this phony deal at length on this show. That's why I take the time, sometimes an hour, sometimes two, three shows to go over these things. That's what I do, because I want to be educating people about what's taking place and what's going to take place. The Hunter Biden deal was an effort to cover up, then censor, then kill any investigation into Joe Biden. The question is, when will Merrick Garland and the other Obama-Biden Marxists who run the DOJ be directly exposed and held to account? There's been no talk today, lots of talk, lots of it good, but no talk today about senior officials at the Department of Justice, and that has to be Merrick Garland, Lisa Monaco, the Deputy Attorney General, the head of the Criminal Division as well, the director of the FBI, Christopher Wray, more on him later. They all had to be in on it. They all had to be in on it because David Weiss, this guy they keep talking about, he reports to Merrick Garland. He doesn't have an independent power. Garland says, oh, yes, he does. I gave it to him. No, but you didn't appoint him as a special counsel, so you didn't give him independent power. There's nothing in writing. So the question is, when will Merrick Garland and the other Obama-Biden Marxists who run the Department of Justice be directly exposed and held to account? These mob lawyers are destroying our country. Now, this deal never made sense to anyone. You don't have to be a lawyer. It was a brazen mob deal, and our noses were rubbed in it, despite the best efforts of the corrupt Democrat Party and the corrupt Democrat Party media to run interference yet again. Now, the deal called for no jail time for tax evasion. No jail time for tax evasion or perjury on a gun application. He committed perjury when he signed that gun application. And he committed tax fraud. Now over at CNN, the legal analysts, MSLSD, the legal analysts, New York Slimes, Washington Com, we've never seen anything like this. I mean, even pled to a misdemeanor. You never do that in a tax case. These people are liars. They are the worst. The worst. Merrick Garland also let the statute of limitations run on tax fraud committed by Hunter Biden, covering $1.5 million in income for tax years 2014 and 2015. He paid no federal income taxes. The statute of limitations ran. It ran while they they knew the time was ticking. And so he didn't pay hundreds of thousands of dollars in income taxes. He got away scot-free. And he's never going to pay it. Any explanation for that? Only one. The mob lawyers. 
Meanwhile, the Department of Justice said that the investigation was ongoing. Thereby attempting to prevent any effort by Congress, we talked about this, to look into any aspect of the investigation and the deal. The judge asked, well then what's still being investigated? This this proposed plea immunizes him from everything and anything. And by the way, why does it do that? To cover up for Joe Biden. The prosecutors reluctantly admitted that Farah, you know, you're supposed to register as a foreign agent. They use this against Republicans like Manafort. Well, why didn't they use it against Hunter? Well, we might. The judge said, you might. He just said this is an immunity deal, effectively. This is the end of it. So one side of your mouth, you're telling me the court that the case is over, that there's nothing else to investigate. It's all done. It's kaput. And to the other side of your mouth, you're telling me you're still conducting an investigation. For what and to what end? She's the one who brought up Farah, by the way. The answer is the deal would immunize Hunter from any further investigations, thereby, you know, immunizing Joe Biden, because there's no separate investigation of Joe Biden. That's number one. There will be no FARA charges brought against Hunter Biden under the deal. That's number two. Number three, Merrick Garland was going to hold firm and not appoint a special counsel to investigate Joe Biden. So everything's done. It's all over. Doesn't matter, you IRS whistleblowers subsequent to this deal, the Department of Justice didn't say, wait a minute, we got more information. No, remember, it was DOJ that shut those whistleblowers down. That's why they became whistleblowers. They interfered in the IRS investigation. It all makes sense? Because that's what happened. The individuals at DOJ responsible for this, Garland and the others, must be held to account. Because I have to tell you, the level of corruption here is beyond anything we've ever seen. And I don't doubt for a second that the White House is involved. Why wouldn't they be? They have a Pravda media that will support them, that will defend them no matter what. And they're MAGA Republicans, you know. They have a Democrat party that will back them no matter what. And of course, they run the Department of Justice through their mob lawyers. They can say and do whatever they want. So why wouldn't Joe Biden behind the scenes give his opinion to Merrick Garland or more? This is what we're up against. So when you have a brave judge, doesn't mean I'll agree with everything she does, but certainly here I do. You have a brave judge who puts her foot down and says, no, 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 I'm, I'm not signing my name to this. Because she smells a rat. She knows this is uh, absolute corruption right to the core. Washington goes, oh my God, we've never seen anything like this. We don't know anything about this. I want to remind you on this gun charge, where Biden says he's for gun control, Hunter was charged with possession of a firearm by a person who is a known drug user. That's a felony. He had a Colt Cobra, 38 Special, for 11 days in October 2018. 
But he did more than that. He waved it around in public. He threw it in a trash can not far from a school. He had it retrieved later. No big deal, right? Yeah, there's a big deal. It's a very big deal. They're hiring 87,000 new IRS agents to do what? To harass you and me? Hunter Biden didn't pay taxes for several years, and he got away with it because of DOJ. That's not a big deal either, right? So it's a tax fraud. He owns a gun illegally. Two things the Democrats are always beating their chests about. And yet their president's son has done both and more. And more. So the deal is dead. The judge ordered the two parties to get back together and get back to her in 60 days. And my theory is that tomorrow or very soon, it's been expected, but sooner than later, the next shoe will drop with the mob lawyers at the Department of Justice will drop the charges on January 6th against Trump. And the DA in Atlanta is watching all this too. She's a political hack. And she will act soon too. To divert the public's attention, certainly the media's attention. And I know for sure that the phony special counsel's office monitors all this because they live and die by the press. They leak incessantly. And even more than that, remember they sent a letter, a notice letter, a target letter to Donald Trump's lawyers two Sunday nights ago about January 6th. You don't send those letters on Sunday night. So they're looking at the calendar, they're watching the media, they're giggling among themselves when their stories are regurgitated by the media, by the Maggie Habermans of the world, as they were before, during the phony Russia collusion, phony investigations. So the judge in Wilmington has done the opposite of what the judges in Washington, D.C. do. The judges in Wilmington, the judge in Wilmington, stood up to the mob. The judges in D.C. are part of the mob. I'll be right back. Lovin. If we've learned anything over the past two years, it's that unexpected things can happen. For example... Average IRA and 401k balances fell 20% last year, according to Fidelity. We didn't expect that. But here's something that could help if you have an IRA or 401k. Physical gold in your IRA. The World Gold Council says even central banks are buying tons of gold. Now, what does that tell you? Learn why many Americans are turning to a gold IRA with Augusta Precious Metals. They're the best. I recommend them to my friends and family. You should call Augusta and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Feels good to know there's another savings option. Diversity is the key. Call Augusta Precious Metals at 8774-GOLD-IRA. That's 8774-GOLD-IRA. 
774-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Oh, yes. IRS whistleblowers. FBI whistleblowers. Form 1023 with the bribery account. Witnesses like Tony Bobolinsky and there are others, and there will be more. 20 shell corporations. SAR, suspicious actual reports that the Treasury Department covered up, but the committee went to the banks to get. 200 occasions, Devin Archer apparently says, or dozens anyway, in which Hunter Biden put down his phone, put the speaker on, and Daddy Joe was at the table or in the room when he was shaking down clients, shall we call them. Occasion after occasion, when Joe Biden is pictured with partners of Hunter Biden. The language changing now, Hunter Biden and his businesses, the White House now very carefully, they've been lawyered, saying that Joe Biden was never in business with his son. But Joe Biden said he didn't know anything about his son's businesses. That's a lie, which he's told over and over again. Joe Biden lied to become president. The media and the 51 phony national security experts lied to keep the laptop secret. The FBI had the laptop. The FBI told social media, including Facebook, that the laptop was legitimate. But they covered it up anyway, including the New York Slimes and the compost. Joe Biden has two mansions. One in Wilmington and one on the ocean in Rehoboth Beach on a senator's salary with a brief brief respite between being vice president and president. How does this happen? Joe Biden is a congenital liar. He's been a congenital liar when he actually had an IQ of over 17. And he's a liar now. And so is his son. And so are the media. And so is the Democrat Party. I'll be right back. If we've learned anything over the past two years, it's that unexpected things can happen. For example, average IRA and 401k balances fell 20% last year, according to Fidelity. We didn't expect that. But here's something that could help if you have an IRA or 401k. Physical gold in your IRA. The World Gold Council says even central banks are buying tons of gold. Now, what does that tell you? Learn why many Americans are turning to a gold IRA with Augusta Precious Metals. They're the best. I recommend them to my friends and family. You should call Augusta and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Feels good to know there's another savings option. Diversity is the key. Call Augusta Precious Metals at 877-4-GOLD-IRA. That's 877-4-GOLD-IRA. 8774-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Mark Levin, the most popular conservative author in America. 
Call in to the Mark Levin Show now at 877-381-3811. The Democrat Party hates America, ladies and gentlemen. There's 31 on the Amazon list, pre-orders. There's a lot of fiction in front of it. Uh, It's still at 40% off, thanks to those of you who have, in fact, ordered your pre-ordered copies. It's now at the printer. You know, it takes time to print a book. You have to get in line behind other books and other publishers and so forth. Uh, But the cover is being worked on as I speak. That takes longer to produce. The book is actually being printed. There will be hundreds of thousands of copies available. It will be nearly 400 pages long, which is longer than anything else I've ever written before, and it is going to be chock full of information and knowledge. Some of you are saying, oh, what am I going to do with it? You'll be able to do a lot with it. Liberty is based on ideas. Marxism is based on ideas. Fascism is based on ideas. Some ideas are righteous. Our ideas are righteous. Some ideas are diabolical, evil, inhumane, and deadly. Some people wake up every day trying to figure out how to control you, how to destroy your children, how to brainwash you what kind of appliances you can have, where you can live, what kind of home you can have, what kind of car you can have, what kind of transportation you can have. These are totalitarians. They're in our midst, and they are represented by and promoted by the Democrat Party. The Republican Party is unequal. Or let me put it to you this way. It is not up to the battle against the Democrat Party, so it takes... Strong leadership, statesmen, strong individuals who get nominated under the banner of the Republican Party to fight these forces, including people who stab them in the back and try and try and make peace with these forces, or at least not have trouble with these forces. And then you can see this in the Sununus and the Christies and the Asa Hutchisons and people like that. But what this book is intended to do is to persuade even Democrats to abandon the tyranny of their party. Because this party is is a very evil party. Their media are evil. Their academia is evil. Their movies are evil. Their teachers' unions are evil, and on and on and on you go. So the Democrat Party hates America. Look, even if it sells two books, the fact is I believe that book will be the most important book I've ever written, and it'll become one day an iconic book even more than the others. So I say most people write books about themselves if they're well-known, I don't do that. Most people will take a piece of an issue and write a whole book around that. I don't take pieces of of issues. I write comprehensive books. 
because pieces of issues don't inform us the way we need to be informed. And I'm not new to this. It's something I've been pursuing, believe it or not, for over 52 years since I was 13 years old. There's a new book coming out by Tom Soule. I got an advanced copy. I'm not free to discuss it. Absolute genius. Tremendous book. I can't even tell you the title right now. Anyway, some of us are still kicking. Some of us are still pushing back. But we're counting on armies of patriots like you to help. And while we still can read books that we want to read, you know, it's funny, they talk about, talk about book banning, right, Mr. Producer? My book is banned from every public school in America, virtually. There's no pictures in it, there's no sex in it, no genitalia, nothing. Just about ideas and thoughts that are consistent with our framers and the founders of the country. Go ahead, give it a shot. Go into a high school in this country and ask for one of my books. It'll be the very rare high school that has it. Very rare. And even a rare high school that'll use them as part of a lesson plan or a course in history or philosophy. And yet you'll find the 1619 Project, you'll find all the racists pushing their anti-white racism. Their books are everywhere. In fact, they're required reading in a lot of colleges and universities. And of course, the teachers' unions compel their members to, to read them, or at least to understand them. In my case, it's just up to you. We don't have tax dollars buying tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of copies of my book, pushing them out to the teachers' union, we're then in turn using them on our students. It's not the way we roll. It's up to parents and grandparents. And I hope these books I've written over the years have, have assisted you. But this one is different. I've never written a book like this before. This one takes aim at the Democrat Party and does, honestly, what only I can do. From a historic, economic, philosophical perspective. And to use all those elements, <coughs> excuse me, all those elements in describing what the Democrat Party is. By the way, I see that uh, many of my brothers and sisters on Fox and elsewhere are very upset that Governor DeSantis is shaking up his staff, Mr. Producer. Looks like they're turning on DeSantis. They keep promoting Vivek uh, Ramaswamy. Of course, they trash Trump too. But not just them. I mean, you see it in other places too. I would remind conservatives... <coughs> excuse me, cholera. I would remind conservatives on TV and radio and all conservatives... Ronald Reagan shook up his campaign staff in 76 and almost beat Gerald Ford. He shook it up again in 1980. He won the nomination and he won the presidency. It happens all the time. It just does. 
Donald Trump shook up his staff in 2016 before he settled on a staff. And also, after two years or a first term, if a president wins a second term, they typically shake up their staff too. So this is all superficial BS. I'm just telling you. Superficial BS. And as for the donors, they pick one donor who's decided he wants Yunkin, who's not even running. I live in Virginia. I also live in Florida. Yunkin's a good man. But if I have to pick between Governor DeSantis and Governor Yunkin, it's not even a close call. And this isn't a put down a Yunkin. It's just the way it is. I'm thankful Governor Yunkin is the governor of Virginia. Can you imagine another four years at Terry McAuliffe? You know, he skipped four, but you get the point. Of course. But I bet most of you can't tell me five things that have been done in Richmond, Virginia. But you can tell me a whole list of things that have been done in Florida. People are not flocking to Virginia for freedom. People are flocking to Virginia to escape Maryland and D.C., mostly Democrats, where they can then vote Democrat. People are flocking to Florida because they want freedom. Same with Tennessee, same with other states. It's just the way it is. I need to put some perspective in these things. Did we get a... Did, we, did the Vivek group get back to us, Mr. Producer? They still haven't gotten back to us. He's everywhere. Vivek, you wanted to come on the show. I'm offering you to come on the... He was supposed to come on the show tomorrow. First, we offered 820, which is what we do with everybody. No, can we do it in the 7 o'clock? Yes. And then you don't hear anything. Hopefully, he'll come on. I just have some basic questions. It's not a big deal. I'm not out to hurt anybody. I'm not out to hurt anybody. But if I'm Mr. Conservative on radio, don't you think you might want to at least have a discussion with my audience? Again, I'm not out to hurt anybody. Well, that's not true. I despise Chris Christie because he despises you. We're going to take a break. I want to go through something with you that I think is really going to open your eyes as well. But before we do, we have Alencia Johnson, former Biden senior advisor in the 2020 campaign. She's among the first former Biden senior advisors in the 2020 campaign to comment on the Hunter Biden case. I always say that because, you know, she's a first. She's a woman who first did this and first did that, but we can't define woman, that sort of thing. I want you to listen to this. Cut three, go. Well, I think that it speaks to the point of the fact that the Biden campaign and, and Democrats are saying, look, let the investigation play out so that there isn't this appearance of anyone. No, the investigation to- won't play out. That's the whole point. They want to shut it down. Nor do they want to open one with a special counsel against Joe. So you're an ignoramus, which is why I guess you're on MSNBC, because it's a it is a uh, a collection of the stupidest people. And by the way, among the least attractive, but the stupidest people in the nation. Go ahead. What the outcome will be. I also think the, the election strategy here is to, and Susan alluded to this, talk about what the Republicans are not focusing on. They are focusing on this so they, they don't have hey, to. We don't need lectures from Democrats 
who lied to the American people about Russia collusion, who unleashed the Mueller investigation, who leaked relentlessly to the media on a lie that was funded and started by Hillary Clinton and the DNC, then two phony impeachments. No, 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 you don't understand. We want to focus on... What do they want to focus on, Mr. Producer? Go. The record on abortion access, on climate, on gun control. All there of you these go. Issues. Republicans need to promote abortion, climate change, and gun control. That's the answer. The party of eugenics wants to focus on abortion. The party of Marxism and socialism wants you to focus on climate change. The party that is anti-Bill of Rights, want you to focus on gun control. All these are the issues, you see, that the Republicans don't want to discuss. Excuse me? So you see, you can't walk and chew gum at the same time. Let the Bidens go. Do they say that about Trump even now? Do they? No, of course not. No, beat the Bidens every way in any way that need to be done, that needs to be done, based on their own conduct. They're crooks. They need to be pursued as crooks. The Department of Justice is a mob operation. needs to be pursued as a mob operation. Many of the judges in Washington, D.C. are part of the mob operation. They need to get the same disrespect as other mob judges do, as my, in my humble opinion. And the media are corrupt. How do we know? Because you, Alicia, Alencia Johnson, you're there on MSNBC spewing your poison. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. If we've learned anything over the past two years, it's that unexpected things can happen. For example, average IRA and 401k balances fell 20% last year. According to Fidelity, we didn't expect that. But here's something that could help if you have an IRA or 401k. Physical gold in your IRA. The World Gold Council says even central banks are buying tons of gold. Now, what does that tell you? Learn why many Americans are turning to a gold IRA with Augusta Precious Metals. They're the best. I recommend them to my friends and family. You should call Augusta and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Feels good to know there's another savings option. Diversity is the key. Call Augusta Precious Metals at 8774-GOLD-IRA. That's 8774-GOLD-IRA. 8774-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Well, I'm going to have to get to what I wanted to get to next hour. You just have to trust me. It's a big deal. I saw Carl Rove was on cable, Mr. Producer. Did you see that? Promoting Yunkin. I would say to Governor Yunkin, stay as far away as you can from Carl Rove. Carl Rove almost lost the 2000 election to Gore. Karl Rove lost the Congress in 2006, lost the Senate. He's not the architect. He's the demolition man. Karl Rove was advising Jeb Bush. That didn't go so well. 
Carl Rove is a rhino. So if you want to know what rhinos say, you listen to him. Or you watch TV where they bring him on and Chris Christie on and Larry Hogan on and Chris Sununu on and quote Mitt Romney completely out of touch with not just the conservative movement, but the Republican Party. These people are going nowhere. And God knows who's paying Rove these days in terms of the advice he gives and so forth and so on. But he was trashing the hell out of Trump. And I've told you all this before. We're up against a Democrat party that is destroying the country. And I'm sick and tired of politics as usual, and I'm sick and tired of these hangers-on, like bad inner thigh rashes. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of these consultants, these advisors, who really have created nothing in their lives. They just hang on. And they're not transparent about who's paying them for what, or who they back, or who they've talked to. They're not experts. They're commentators. But they're not experts. But trashing the hell out of Trump. Not out of Biden. But Trump. And this is what you get. From the pages of the Wall Street Journal. This is what you get from Peggy Noonan. This is what you get from the Northeastern Liberal Republicans and others. The same people, for different reasons, who hated Ronald Reagan. Chris Christie never lifted a finger for Reagan. It's a fraud. Karl Rove lies about what he did in 1984. I've exposed him before. He never lifted a finger for Reagan. He tried to defeat Reagan with the other members of the Bush clan. Mitch McConnell, who kind of fell ill today, and I'll talk about him later. He never lifted a finger for Reagan. He was a Ford guy. I can go on and on and on about this. My dear radio friend, Hugh Hewitt, he was a Ford guy in 76. Wasn't Reagan. No, he's much more conservative than the others, but it's an honest point. He and I joke about it. Well, I joke about it. He has to deal with it. He's a great guy. But I can go on down the list. The Sununu family were never Reaganites, yet they talk about Reagan. Larry Hogan was never Reaganite, yet he points to Reagan. Reagan was hated within the Republican Party. It took his third time to be the nominee of the Republican Party. Third time. They trashed him as a dunce. They trashed him as a warmonger. They trashed him for a thousand different things. I lived it. I know. They wanted Ford. They wanted Bush. They wanted anybody but Reagan. And I was told specifically by, by the ward leader where I, where I grew up, Reagan cannot win. And he wins in two massive landslides. Ignore these people. Just do the right thing. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. 
Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. I'll be Mark Levin. Our number, 877-381-3811, We're going to have an incredible guest Sunday on Life, Liberty, and Levin, at least one. But I have to wait till Friday to tell you. Why? You know the backbenchers. So we'll just wait. We'll be patient. And this is what I wanted to tell you in the first hour, but we ran out of time. I've gone through the backgrounds, the history of many of the people surrounding Jack Smith, the special counsel, so-called, in the Trump matters. And uh, it's not that easy. There's some information, but you really got to pull teeth. Judicial Watch has sued the special counsel for an entire list of their staff, and they won't provide it. Uh, And for good reason. Because they're covering up even that. Keep a few things in mind. The purpose of a special counsel is to break out an investigation from a Justice Department to create an independent investigative operation that has no ties to the existing administration and the Justice Department. And to keep it from the Attorney General, even though The special counsel reports to the attorney general. Uh, The special counsel gives deference. Excuse me, the attorney general gives deference to the special counsel. That's the way it's supposed to work. That's the way it has worked. Except now. Now, we spent the first hour, and hell, we've spent months talking about this Hunter Biden stuff. So you see how thoroughly corrupt this administration and their Department of Justice is. But it's worse than you know. And I'm going to spend some time on this on Sunday. Why was Jack Smith appointed special counsel? Does anybody know? We know what the purpose was. But how was he plucked out of everyone else? How did that happen? Does anybody know? I know. The Deputy Attorney General of the United States, I've told you about her before, her name is Lisa Monaco. She held many positions in the Obama Justice Department. She is a bomb thrower, a radical leftist. Deputy Attorney General of the United States. Well, she has what's called an Associate Deputy Attorney General, her top assistant, who she appointed to serve her. His name is Marshall Miller. Who's Marshall Miller? Doesn't much matter. But Marshall Miller worked with Jack Smith in the U.S. Attorney's Office in Brooklyn for many years. And they're friends. So as the story goes, it was the Deputy Attorney General's top aide, line prosecutor, who recommended Jack Smith. And they recommended Jack Smith to Merrick Garland, who then appointed him. That's number one. Number two, more on Jack Smith. 
As you know, Jack Smith was in charge of the public integrity section from 2010 to 2015. At the time, Eric Holder was attorney general. That's right. Eric Holder was attorney general. That appointment came from Eric Holder. Now, Jack Smith was involved in many highly political investigations and many failures, including some Democrats. He oversaw the Internal Revenue Service targeting of the Tea Party, gave advice to Lois Lerner on what he thought could be criminal activity, and she took that advice and she went after the Tea Party and did grave damage to the Tea Party in order to help Barack Obama. Of course, they blamed a couple of agents in Cincinnati, but that's not what happened. Smith, as head of the public integrity section, oversaw the prosecutions of Virginia Governor McDonald, New Jersey Senator Menendez, and former presidential candidate John Edwards' cases. He lost the Menendez case because he tried to rewrite the definition of bribery and the jury would have nothing to do with it. He lost the Edwards case because he tried to rewrite the definition of a federal financial contribution. The jury would have nothing to do with it. He lost the Governor McDonald case because the Supreme Court ruled 8-0. to zero. He, rewrote, he rewrote that bribery statute too and they said that doesn't fly. As the head of the public integrity section, his, his service overlapped in significant part with FBI Director Comey. And he worked with Comey and Comey with him. As you can imagine, they use the FBI in the public integrity section and the FBI goes to the public integrity section for help. He also worked with FBI General Counsel, you may have heard of this guy, Andrew Weissman. Part of the Mueller investigation, commentator on TV, hardcore left-wing Democrat. Now, what's interesting so far, Eric Holder comments constantly on the fantastic job that Jack Smith and Merrick Garland and the others are doing. The question is, has he had any role behind the scenes whatsoever? It's clear that these people are known to Eric Holder, and some of them are more than just known, but were associates. And the same goes with Jim Comey who thinks that everything fantastic is going on right now with Jack Smith and so forth. These are people he knows and he's worked with closely. But it gets worse. The chief judge of all the district-level judges in Washington, D.C., who retired recently, her name, Judge Beryl Howell, H-O-W-E-L-L, And as the chief judge, she was in charge of all the motions filings respecting the two grand juries that were investigating Trump. Trump lost every single motion that his lawyers filed, and the government won every single motion that they filed. Well, who is she? She's a radical leftist appointed by Obama, and she worked 10 years on Capitol Hill for Patrick Leahy from 1993 to 2003. That's who Judge Beryl was, and is Judge Beryl Howell. And minutes before she left office and retired, she issued her secret opinion, obviously secret, so we don't have it, 
unless the government thought they could leak it, denying President Trump attorney-client privilege and awarding Smith um, access to Trump's lead documents lawyer and all the notes that he took. And that served as the basis for all the charges against Trump. That is a huge, huge Fifth Amendment violation, which I'm sure Trump's lawyers will, will address in emotion at some point. How can they not? Who else? David Harbaugh, H-A-R-B-A-C-H. He's former special counsel to FBI Director James Comey, Mr. Producer. He is Jack Smith's, one of his right-hand hatchet men. Another Comey guy. He was also a former top official to Jack Smith when he was in the public integrity section. He's a hitman. He actually prosecuted the McDonald, Edwards, Menendez's, even the Renzi case too. He was the guy. And he was in the courtroom in Florida last week in front of the judge lying to her. Then we have somebody named Jay Bratt. Jay Bratt's with, been with the Department of Justice. A very, very, by the way, does this sound like an independent special counsel so far to you, Mr. Producer? Then we have Jay Bratt, chief of the counterintelligence and blah, blah, blah section. Former assistant U.S. attorney, of course, in Washington, D.C. He was directly involved in the Mar-a-Lago raid. He was there during the initial document search. He's the one that said they needed to get another lock on the door. He supported the search warrants, argued for them, argued for the FBI SWAT team raid when FBI agents, several of them, opposed it. And he's now accused of extortion by a prominent attorney representing the co-defendant in the documents case. That is now under secret review by the Obama judge who replaced the other Obama judge. He was in the Florida courtroom lying through his teeth to Judge Cannon as well. So that's Bratt and Harbaugh. Julie Edelstein is a deputy to Bratt. And she interned for Representative Benny Thompson, Mr. Producer. But, you know, we don't want an appearance of a conflict, America. There's a guy by the name of Raymond Hustler. Oh, yes. He's also very well known to Jack Smith since he was his deputy in the public integrity section. And he hired Habach, involved in the McDonald Edwards Menendez cases. They were all involved in the Renzi case, too, as I understand it. So Hustler is back on the case. Timothy DeRee, D-U-R-E-E, he donated to the Biden campaign in 2020. Didn't recuse himself. Just the minimus amount. What's the problem? So he should have been out? Edelstein should have been out? Judge Hall is a hack who's left. Then who is Mary Dorman, D-O-H-R-M-A-N, another prosecutor in the independent counsel's office. She clerked for former Chief Judge Beryl Hall, Mr. Producer. Should she not have recused herself? I know, your eyes are glazing over. This is just amazing. It's sickening, actually. 
and there's more. I'm going to get into this heavy duty on Sunday. On Life, Liberty, and Levin. I can only do so much on radio. And Chris Way. Ray. Christopher Ray. Do you know Christopher Ray was Assistant Attorney General for the Criminal Division during part of the Bush administration? Did you know that, Mr. Producer? That's how he got to know Chris Christie, who was a fledgling U.S. attorney in New Jersey. And, of course, friends with Ray, and they defend each other. Do you know who appointed Andrew Weissman as the head of the Enron Task Force? Christopher Ray. You can see the incestuous relationships here. If I went to the full judiciary in the District of Columbia, you would see even more incestuous relationships, how many of these judges come right out of the Department of Justice, are very familiar with many of these people, have worked with several of them. You would see that too. That is exactly why Jack Smith violated Department of Justice regulations when he had a grand jury in Washington, D.C. on the documents case in the wrong venue when all the activity took place in South Florida. That's where Mar-a-Lago is. That's where the documents were. That's where Trump was. That's where the video were. So why is he doing a grand jury in Washington, D.C. rather than in Florida? Why do you think that grand jury was made up of Democrats? 93% of the city of Washington, D.C. voted against Trump. So he uses a grand jury to bring charges against Trump. <coughs> then moves it to Florida. That wasn't a mistake. That was intentional. Because he's a sleazeball. He's a mobster. He's a hitman. And I can assure you, I don't talk to these lawyers. I don't even know who they are. But I can assure you, Trump's lawyers aren't stupid based on the transcript that Julie Kelly sent me and that I reviewed. And they're going to be in that courtroom at some point to move for the entire case to be thrown out. You don't pick grand juries in one city and then a trial jury in another. You don't forum shop that way. Or there'd be no end to it. But it demonstrates how this has been politicized in the worst way. Look at all these hacks. Look at the relationships among them. And it took me four or five hours to get it done. You're telling me the New York Times doesn't know about this? The Washington Post doesn't know? Nobody knows? Well, how did I figure it out? The whole world knows now, and you'll know more on Sunday on Life, Liberty, and Levin. And all you backbenchers and plagiarists, keep your stupid hands on the, off this stuff. You don't understand how to explain it. In the meantime, I'll be right back. Mark Levin. You know what companies looking for you when they actually upgrade your service and don't charge you for it? This is great news and for new and current Pure Talk customers. Pure Talk just added data to every plan and is including a mobile hotspot with each one with no price increase whatsoever. Now, if you've considered Pure Talk before but haven't pulled the trigger, take a look again. Just $20 a month for unlimited talk text and a 50% more 5G data plus mobile hotspot. 
Just 20 bucks a month, folks. This is why I love Pure Talk. That also happens to be veteran-owned and only hires the best customer service team right here in America. Most families are saving almost $1,000 a year while enjoying the most dependable 5G network in America. Just go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast to make the switch to Pure Talk, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, go to puretalk.com, enter promo code L-E-V-I-N Podcast. Make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. I've laid out for you in ways that nobody else is going to or can't. I'm just being honest. This web of actors involving the taking down, interfering of the election with Trump. You can see almost every one of them is a radical left-wing Democrat or a career, a career DOJ official who's moved around in senior circles and been given awards mostly by Democrats. The relationships with a Democrat Attorney General, the relationship with, the, with Comer, the FBI, and it's horrendous. So they appoint a special counsel. All they did is they moved the operations from the Department of Justice to the special counsel, gave him unlimited resources, gave him over 60 prosecutors and staff. In other words, they made it worse, not better. They made it worse, not better, in order to try and take down Trump. And of course, they picked the worst of the worst to be the special counsel. Purposeful. You know what companies looking for you when they actually upgrade your service? And don't charge you for it? This is great news and for new and current Pure Talk customers. Pure Talk just added data to every plan and is including a mobile hotspot with each one with no price increase whatsoever. Now, if you've considered Pure Talk before but haven't pulled the trigger, take a look again. Just $20 a month for unlimited talk text and now 50% more 5G data plus mobile hotspot. Just 20 bucks a month, folks. This is why I love Pure Talk. That also happens to be veteran-owned and only hires the best customer service team right here in America. Most families are saving almost $1,000 a year while enjoying the most dependable 5G network in America. Just go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast to make the switch to Pure Talk, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, go to puretalk.com, enter promo code L-E-V-I-N Podcast. Make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. Yes, it's true that Mark Levin is the fastest growing radio show in America. The Mark Levin Show is on at 877-381-3811. I've got to address this, this Mitch McConnell stuff. And to see it in video is to be shocked. He's standing there and he lost track of where he was. And I thought he was having some kind of mini stroke or something. There's no joke. It's serious. And I don't know how we lecture the Democrats that Joe Biden is really in no position health-wise and mentally to be president of the United States while the Republicans continue with Mitch McConnell as the head of the Republicans in the Senate. He is in no position to properly function in that position. And I say that with all due respect, believe it or not, and I mean it. And you would think that his health with his family would come first, as you would with Biden. 
But the idea we have a man, Biden, who clearly has stage five of dementia, in my view. And you have a case of Mitch McConnell, who clearly had a head injury when he fell and he hasn't recovered properly. Is ridiculous. So the Republicans in the Senate need to fix this. And in a polite and civil and respectful manner, just like the Democrats in the Senate need to deal with Feinstein. In a polite, civil, and respectful manner. These people hold on to they're well into their 80s. And what they do is not, it's not rational to keep doing that. We're the greatest country on the face of the earth. And so these people want to hold on. Now, why do the Republicans keep electing McConnell? And they're not going to be asked these questions. For his own sake, it's time to step aside. He's been there, the longest-serving Republican, any leader in the history of the Senate. And same with Biden. He's been in Washington longer than, uh, you know, longer than anybody. What's the point of this? So, you know, I work for multiple companies, different platforms, and some you don't know. And so, Mr. Producer, they want me to, us, me, all of us, to take sexual harassment course. What they mean is an anti-sexual harassment course. And the standards, and there's a test afterwards. And it's just like every year. So I wrote to them. Very sad that adults have to take tests on proper conduct. I'm 65 years old. Don't you think I know what the proper conduct is? I was raised properly. Now, if there are individuals in the company who don't, deal with them. But to me, folks, this is embarrassing. It's disrespectful of me and everybody else who conducts themselves properly, who are happily married, who go by the golden rule, follow the Ten Commandments, Promise not to conduct ourselves like Joe Biden. But in all seriousness, it is so disrespectful in my view. It's just appalling. Now, oh, it's Fox. No, it's not actually. There's other places, many of which you don't know. I'm just making a point that it's ridiculous. Well, it covers us, you know, covers our ass. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Just hire the right people. And fire the people who aren't the right people. All right, here's Mitch McConnell at a press conference today. The video catches it, but the, the audio is enough. Cut four, go. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, we're on a path to finishing the NDA uh, this week. It's been good bipartisan cooperation. And a string of... He's standing there. Okay, Mitch. Anything else you want to say? I'm sure it's go back to your office. Do you want to say anything else to the press? Let's go back to you. Let's go ahead, John. 
That is sad. It's upsetting. It's very sad. John Barrasso is a doctor. You okay, Mitch? You want to say anything else to the press? Let's go back to the office because something happened. I don't know if he had a mini stroke or not. Certainly should be checked for it, but something happened. And so shortly thereafter, McConnell comes back as the other Republicans there kind of handling the press conference. And Manu Raju is there from the Constipated News Network. Cut five, go. Could you address what happened here at the start of the press conference? And was it related to your injury from earlier this year where you suffered a concussion? Is that... Yeah, well, I'm fine. You're fine? You're fully able to yeah. do your job? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's not. And it really is time. And not only that, none of the people who are standing with him there today should be promoted to replace him because they have been awful in terms of Republican leaders. Absolutely awful. Most people don't even know who they are. They don't know John Thune or Barrasso or Cornyn. And why would they? Now, there was a hell of a hearing on the House side with Mayorkas. Let's get into some of this related to, you know, the Republicans are holding hearings and they're pounding away. You got to give, what's going to come of it? It's Congress. They don't have executive powers. I saw some genius tweet, and uh, I respect him enough not to expose his stupidity. Now, we don't need a special counsel. You see what happens with them. Nothing happens with them. Sounds like the Democrats trying to stop the special counsel. No, no, no. We need impeachment. We need fines. We need this. We need... Congress can't fine anybody. Can't prosecute anybody. They can't jail anybody. They can impeach. But why would you oppose? Why, why do you think the Attorney General of the United States would, would, would lie on train tracks to prevent a special counsel being appointed to investigate Biden? Because so far, none of the other areas have been looked into. This guy, David Weiss, he never looked into all this Romanian money, Chinese money, Russian money. It's never been examined. And a special counsel is not going to be limited. That's why Garland doesn't want a special counsel. They have it all one way. Get Trump protect Biden but here we go let's listen to Tim McClintock great congressman from California cut seven go Uh, congressman it is our responsibility to enforce the laws that Congress has passed and that is indeed what we are doing individuals who do not have so is there a limit yes or no congressman um, individuals who make a claim for relief under our laws and who well, do you, not you, succeed. You've already released more than 2.1 million illegal immigrants into this country uh, since you took office. That's a population the size of the state of Nebraska. Uh, while the Border Patrol has been consumed by taking names and changing diapers at the border, one and a half million known gotaways have illegally entered the country as well. Um, that's an additional illegal population the size of the state of Hawaii. So once again, I would ask you, what is the limit, or is there one? Congressman, last year we expelled 
or removed approximately 1.4 million people who did not have a legal basis to remain in the United States, the largest number in recent history. Well, actually, you testified that 72,000 illegal uh, migrants were removed in, in 2022. But in 2019, there were 267,000 removals. So removals are down under your administration by more than 75%. Unbelievable. Let's keep going. Cut eight. Go. So would you say, uh, having been asked this over and over again, uh, that the United States, the President of the United States, the Secretary of Homeland Security, and all of the hardworking men and women uh, at the border uh, have operational control or have a form of, of, um, uh, of, of presence, uh, that they are aware of what's going on in the border and that they're working to secure the border every single day? As we define that term, Congresswoman, we do. This is... Uh So they think everything's going swell, the Democrats. Now we have Pramila Jayapal, remember? Israel's a racist country, but I didn't mean it. Cut nine, go. First of all, we have ISA, actually. Then we get the Jayapal. Go ahead. By definition, Mr. Secretary, if you're on the terrorist watch list, you represent a threat. So 140 people on the terrorist watch list so far this year for the record, would you please give us the status of each of those individuals so we know what you did with people who were on a terrorist watch list, who were apprehended, many got away, but were apprehended, where they are today so that Congress can know. Congressman, I would be pleased to provide you with that information with respect to the individuals encountered at the southwest border. Thank you. I yield back. Mm. Gentleman yields back, but could the secretary answer that question? What is the status of those 140? Uh, Mr. Chairman, what, I, I Mr. Chairman, what is the what, point of order? What authority or point of order? General Lady, state of point of order. Mr. Chairman, under what authority are you speaking right now? Whose time? Just, Whose time is it? Are you being recognized for five minutes? Let me ask you something, Jayapal. Don't you want to know? Don't you want to know what happened to the 140 people on the terrorist watch list? Don't you want to know? And so you're going to play a rules game to shut down the chairman? This, this is sick. This is sick. Go ahead. thought would be a question Mr. every chairman, single member not, of Congress it's, it's, would want to know. No. I, I'll do it on my time or someone other time. If, if, I point appreciate point that. He had asked the question, and there wasn't an answer to the status of the 140 Mr. Chairman, that he did. the, the witness provided an answer. And it, no, if the you witness wanna... said he'll get back to them, which is what he always says. And then... We, the people, never get to hear. Jayapal, let me put it to you this way. The woman who said Israel is a racist country has no interest in knowing how many terrorists have come into this country or what's the status of the 140 who are on the watch list this far, uh, so far this year. She has no interest. Think about that. Jayapal. Think about that. Go ahead. I'll, I'll do it on my time. That's fine. Thank we you. recognize the gentlelady from California. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Mm-hmm. Wow. Isn't she great? Matt Gates, Cut 10, go. Is Mexico an ally in this fight against illegal immigration? Uh, yes, it is. So, I mean, it's hilarious and somewhat troubling that you say that, because, like, I'm looking at the El Chapo trial, 
where President Nieto took a $100 million bribe from the Sinaloa cartel. Do you think that the subsequent presidents following Nieto weren't offered a bribe by the cartel or didn't take the bribe? Congressman, I, I disagree with everything you have said. Uh, right, right but, but you can disagree all you want, but what you won't provide is any number. And when, when you sit there and just kind of ostensibly disagree without any facts, it shows people what the real gig is. The Mexican government is captive to the cartels. They are doing the bidding of the cartels, and based on your response today, so are you. Perfect. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. You know what companies looking for you when they actually upgrade your service and don't charge you for it? This is great news and for new and current Pure Talk customers. Pure Talk just added data to every plan and is including a mobile hotspot with each one with no price increase whatsoever. Now, if you've considered Pure Talk before but haven't pulled the trigger, take a look again. Just $20 a month for unlimited talk text and a 50% more 5G data plus mobile hotspot. Just 20 bucks a month, folks. This is why I love Pure Talk that also happens to be veteran-owned and only hires the best customer service team right here in America. Most families are saving almost $1,000 a year while enjoying the most dependable 5G network in America. Just go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast to make the switch to Pure Talk, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, go to puretalk.com, enter promo code L-E-V-I-N Podcast. Make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. Next hour, I want to tell you about this movie, Sound of Freedom. Last night, my wife Julie <coughs> said, you got to go see this movie. She saw it in a theater around our home. Uh, we were invited to go to Capitol Hill, which I never do to see a movie, which I never go to. But when I was told the topic, I said, I really need to see this movie so I could talk to you on radio. And so I watched it. And I want to discuss it with you in the next hour. It's very, very important. I'll be right back. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post... Deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. So we gathered at the Cannon office building in the larger auditorium to watch a movie, Sound of Freedom. Apparently, Speaker McCarthy, once a month or so, has what he calls family night. Excuse me, a movie night, where he tries to get Democrats and Republicans to come together. It's having very limited success because most of the Democrats won't go. Just so you know. And um, I was alerted to this by my wife. She said, do you want to go to this event? Uh, we've been invited. And to her shock, I said, yes, let's do it. Because I never leave radio. 
but I thought I wanted to see this. There's a lot of talk about it, so I could relay to you what it's about. And when I tell you what it's about, and when you realize that the Democrat Party and the media have said this is associated with QAnon or something like that. Honest to God, I don't know what the hell QAnon is, but it doesn't matter. Or that it's a conspiracy. It'll make you sick to your stomach. This is a real story about a real individual and real children. And to make a longer story short, not a long story, it's a very difficult movie. You don't want to miss a second of it, but it's a very difficult movie because it's truthful. And it involves a Department of Homeland Security agent. This movie was actually filmed in 2015. They couldn't get Disney to support it. They couldn't get, do we still call 20th Century Fox to support it? They couldn't get any of these big houses to support it. So they got a little production company called Angel Productions, which is really a great company. And they had to raise the money privately. And my recently deceased brother-in-law actually contributed 500 or $2,000 or something like that to it. But in any event, it is a very, very professionally done movie. It's about the sex trafficking of children. By the tens of thousands every single year. And the biggest population of pedophiles are here in the United States. These children are grabbed off the streets or they're grabbed off the border through the open border. They're shipped all over the world. They're shipped all over the United States. They are raped repeatedly. These are children as young as two years old, Mr. Producer. This is a DHS agent who I met last evening who will be on this program tomorrow evening at 8.20 p.m. Eastern Time. It's a true story. And he sees the worst of the worst taking place. Like he sees videos, they sees pictures, and they they sees these individuals who who draw these unsuspecting children into their web and these parents into their web or steal kids right off the street, just grab them and run. They sell them in the slavery, sex slavery, sex slaves. And they can have, they can be raped four or five times a day, Mr. Producer.
And it's happening in this country by the tens of thousands, as well as all over the world, but especially here. I suspect the Democrats didn't want to watch this movie or have denounced it because of Joe Biden's border policies. Because the truth of what's taking place on that border would make the average person sick to their stomach. I've told you before, based on a New York Times piece, really the only one that I've ever seen from them or anywhere, 85,000 young migrants led into this country who are to be monitored and tracked by the Department of HHS are missing. They're missing. Where's the Biden administration? Where are they? Mayorkas. Everything's fine. He knows it's not fine. He runs that department. He runs the department that knows that these kids are stolen and sold into sex trafficking all over the world, all over the United States. He knows it. He knows it. And he goes up to those hearings as a cold fish and just spews his propaganda. Everything's okay. If we just had comprehensive immigration reform. Are you kidding? Now, look at your kids and your grandkids and imagine one or two or three of them are stolen. Just taken. Or imagine Joe Biden's encouraging people to come into this country, the Democrats are encouraging people to come into this country, and the children go missing. The overwhelming vast number of them are never found again. This is happening in our country by the tens of thousands. That's what this movie is about. It's a clarion call. Sound of Freedom. Now I've linked to the trailer on all my platforms. And I sat there with my wife. We were next to Newt Gingrich and his wife. They were next to Kevin McCarthy and Elise Stefanik was there and so many others. But most were not Democrat and Republican. Not a single Democrat that I could see, congressman, not one. It's like Jayapal at the hearing today. They're trying to get an answer on these 140 terrorists. And she doesn't want one. She doesn't want one. Point of order, Mr. Chairman. What's that? Is it not your turn? Why are you asking about 140 terrorists who came into this country? Or may have come into this country? You're way out of order. You don't get to answer that Ask that question and demand an answer. It's not your time. It's not my time. No. No bipartisanship on that. All the bipartisanship, no labels types. No bipartisanship on this. What's happening? None. There were only Republicans in there. That's all there were. Republican members of the House. I wish I could remember all their names. Lauren Boebert was there. Who else was there? Many. Not enough, but many. 
Not a single congressional Democrat. Hakeem Jeffries had apparently replied that he'd be there. He's a no-show. A no-show. I want to encourage you to see this movie, Sound of Freedom. I wouldn't have taken the time to go off of air to watch it, but thank God I did. This will change your life. This will change your life. Please watch it. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Mark Lovin, the thunder on the right. Call in now, 877-381-3811. Well, you know, it's a pleasure and a rarity to have uh, Greg Gutfeld on the program. He has a great new book, The King of Light Night. Greg, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Have you figured out how to pronounce my last name yet? You know what? Okay. Do you know that I had this conversation today, and I have this weird problem with options? Like, if there are different ways to do things, <laughs> my brain will just go in different directions. So, I, Levin, Levin. It's Levin. I, I, it's Levin, and it's driving me nuts, because when you were on my show last, I sat there and I said it to myself. I kept looking down and going, Levin. And I had a word that rhymed with it. And it's, I still screwed it up. It's incredible. It's just like, it, I, I, if, if I have well, more here's than the truth. one option. The truth is, yep. it's pronounced Levin everywhere but in Philadelphia, which is where I grew up. Uh, and they pronounce mm-hmm. it Levin. So, uh, That's there you I have can't Just call me in. Mark. It's easier. Yeah. Yeah. This, is, like a, this, is, a, this is a very compelling book. And I'll tell you why. I read a lot of books. I write a lot of books. It's compelling to me for two reasons. You tell your story here. And it's hilarious. You don't really leave Weird. anything to the imagination. Your relationship yes. with Jesse Waters, what Tucker told you, how you met one of my favorite guys, Tyrus. And so, and you're like, by the mm-hmm. way, your show is great. I enjoy it very, very much. Thank but you. But it's really, it's really you. You wrote the book. You can tell you're in the book. But I want to ask you a question. These are the late night guys. Do they ever contact you or you ever talk to them? The o- Never. The only time... Uh, I hear anything is like someone like like people in hair and makeup. Sometimes they freelance, and so they'll do other shows. And people will be when we first hit big and started beating Colbert. Their staff was like, "How did this happen?" They didn't see it coming, and so they were constantly complaining about it. That's all I've heard. I've only met uh, Fallon once years ago. He wrestled me and Andy Levy. In a bar, he was he was he had a few beers in him, and he's such a sweet guy. Um, back when I smoked cigarettes, I was smoking a cigarette, and he grabbed it out of my mouth, and he threw it down on the ground and stepped on it. And I just looked at him, and I said, "Why the hell would you do that?" And he looked, and then he left, and he came back, and he bought me a pack of smokes. <laughs> I still don't get because it. Why could. did he do that? I don't know. I think he was, you know, I think he was having a really good time. We were at some kind of a, we were at like an illegal uh, speakeasy bar in uh, Midtown. I don't even think it exists anymore. Let me ask you, you know? something. You got to do you, you've got quite a lot workload. People may not understand how difficult it is to do two shows on TV. One show where you're the center, you know, you're the center of everything. So you put in a long yeah. day, I guess. It's um, you're the. You, I always say that you're not paid for the show that you that people see you're paid for everything else 
so you're paid for the fact that you're thinking about this all the time. You know, uh, I, it's like, is this a good story? Is this a bad story? And you're reading and you're, and, you're, and, you're, and you're analyzing the show before. You're thinking about, are these guests ripe and right for the stories? So you kind of like are always, you're always working. And I think that's, that's why we're overpaid. Because we're, we're like, it, it's like such an all-consuming thing. But I do think that there's a reason why people only do one show. Because it, it, I don't know how long, I mean, I keep saying, I don't know how long I can do two shows a day. I'm uh, beat. But it's like, it's like I can't choose because they're both like, you can't like, The Five is the most successful show on cable TV and Gutfeld is my show. So it's like, I couldn't, like if they said, okay, Greg, you got to do one show. What would I do? So that it's like an impossible choice. Uh, it would have to be pried out of my hands, I guess. But it, it, it is, it's exhausting. I find that I forget a lot of things. I don't remember stuff that I've done uh, because it, everything just overlaps, you know. And, and, but uh, I, I, guess, I guess I just learn to use my time more wisely. But it, it, I'm not going to say that it's easy. Thank God it's fun. Like mm-hmm. it, it is. I mean, I'm like when I'm doing the five, it's like hanging out with your best friends. Uh, at a bar, I love it. Yep. You know, by the book, folks, is the king of late night. You know, that's Greg Gutfeld. You can get it on Amazon dot com. I have it on my social platforms. Get it in any major bookstore. It just came out. It's not easy to write a book. I know it's no. just not. <laughs> and uh, it takes up a lot of time. By the way. Would you tell Dana Perino, I really do think she's great. I know everybody thinks I don't like her. I don't know why they think that. <laughs> do you know what? There was a period, though. It was during that tumult of, like, the 2015 where everybody was eating each other alive. Oh, I was angry. And, yeah, but I was, also, I, mean, I was also a different person as well uh, because I didn't understand. I mean, I finally came to my own filter dealing with Trump, which was uh, deeds, not words. If you get if, if you get caught up on somebody's words and and they end up becoming part of everyday life, you're going to drive yourself crazy. So I turned off that filter and I turned on one, which is this focus on his deeds and the words are what they are words. And, and, and in a way, that's kind of why Trump and RFK Jr. are kind of similar, because they're constantly voicing the thoughts that they have and the critics uh, of which there are many of both, and critics of you and critics of me, they're like a person sitting at a bar listening to somebody else's conversation and auditing it. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's like, you know, it, 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 it's so silly and sad, but people are now making a living off your living, you know? And, and uh, I had to, like, you know, I had to change my, I had to change the way I looked at Trump. Or I would have gone crazy because I think you, I mean, you, you and I even had like, you know, never to each other, but like in, you know, you would say. This, Took what shots at a distance. Would, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it all, it's funny. It's like, I think that we're, I think we're evolving in a way that we're seeing what fake news is and, and how in this, there's a turn. There's like a cycle of outrage starts here. Then it moves to there and then it's there. And then there's outrage on outrage. I think you're seeing this happening with the, uh, you know, the Holocaust comments where it's like it's based on something that isn't true, the, the, mm-hmm. the, uh, what they said about DeSantis, and then it becomes something about what I said, which, which then isn't true, blah, blah, blah. And so it's like it, it's, you just – I focus on what people Well, before do. we lose time, I want to give you the official Jewish seal of approval. <laughs> 
Thank you. Because <laughs> there was nothing wrong with what you said. No, absolutely Particularly not. coming from like, all the uh, anti-Semites on the left, you know. It is amazing. The White House condemning me is really rich. But, you know, I th- but then, it, you know, it's like uh, people, people have come up to me and have, they've asked me, like, how are you doing? And I'm going, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And the reason is when you, when you know you're in the right, it doesn't matter. It's like you like I will. I have no no problems talking about it. I have no, I'm like I just find the whole thing. I guess this it's it's a combination of summer news, which there's nothing going on, and that people just use whatever they can to score a point. You know, you're welcome to come yeah. back. I know you have to go. I want people to grab this book, The King of Late Night. Well, I can do. You know what? I can do yeah. another segment. If All you right, want then hold on. Don't leave. We shall return. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. It's a great book, The King of Late Night, Greg Gutfeld. You know all about him. You know, Greg, I read this book. It's very easy to read. It's funny. It's very compelling. People can learn a lot about you. And, uh, you know, as I, you know, I think about things a lot. And uh, you're sort of you're a comedian, yeah, but also quite the intellectual because some ways you remind me of, of sort of a Mark Twain type. You know what I mean? Um, that is, you have a way of putting things that I wish I said that myself. Um, I appreciate that. I mean, I, yeah. I, if I, I can't agree with it because that makes me look like a blowhard. But my, <laughs> my, you know, I said what it. I'm doing. Yeah, you, I'm going to attribute it to you. I, I, when, I, when, I'm, um, when I'm there, I think most of the, my, my skill set came from explaining stories in editorial meetings. I was never uh, uh, um, a stand-up comedian, but I ran magazines and I used to just sit and go through, like, what are we going to put in the magazine? And I would, I would always be trying to boil down complex stories. Some of them are, were laden with scientific stuff like health, you know, health journalism and trying to make it so that my mom would understand it. And it's actually fun. That's where the analogies come into play. Even though analogies are deeply flawed, they're never dead on because then they wouldn't be analogies. But it's like, I think that persuasion is every bit as important as humor and, 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 uh, intellectualism. It's like, it doesn't, you could be the smartest person in the world, but if you can't persuade, it's just, it's all that energy is lost. And I just try to, I always try to make it so that, and you said it, that the person goes, 
wow, that's what I wanted to say. And he, he, the guy put a bow on it. And that, that's always been my goal is to not impress people, not impress people with, uh, with like, like deep thoughts, but to make the deep thoughts um, plain as day or make you yeah. think about it in a different way. You're also very skeptical, which is a good thing, particularly yeah. with swirling around in the country today. Do you, what do you think about what's swirling around in the country today? I think it's very dire. Well, it's, you know what? It's weird. I do think that we were winning the battle against cancel culture. Uh, the, it was a line that I had, I had written about, I guess, uh, in my la- previous book about sharing the risk. Uh, cancel culture was winning because no one was willing to share the risk because they thought they were next. So if someone was coming after you, you know, I'm here going like, wow, do I jump into this or do they come after me? That's how everybody was thinking. They were doing that during the Me Too movement and they were doing it when cancel culture really took off. And I think, you know, I kept pushing it that it's all if you share the risk, the bullies disappear. So I think we're winning in that in that world, but there are a lot of signs that it, it, it doesn't look good. We're, I think we're, we might lose a generation of, of people who can actually think clearly, who can solve problems. And also, the one thing that we really, what we really lost is how to de-escalate intense situations. The phone and social media and just lack of, of role models, we're creating a generation that would rather escalate a problem than de-escalate it. So if they see something going on, a fight, they escalate it. They don't break it up. And, and, you, and then when you see fights, when you see conversations turn to aggression, it's because nobody knows or sees the value in, in de-escalation. And it, it's, that's the thing that's scary to me, that we're, we've, we've, we're, we're, we're raising a group of people bent on destroying each other. The thing is, they have enough cheap tools to do it. You know, that's the, you know, it's like you can be completely nonproductive, but still lead. You can still be a hundred pounds overweight. You'll never go hungry. You know, it's, it's amazing. Most of us, you know, we learned that we could, a lot of us learned that you don't have to work. You know, it, we did, we did more than just creep towards socialism during you know, the pandemic. You know, we have, a, we had a government that supported us and, and, and then gave away billions to fraud. I mean, that's that's Europe, you know, and it, it, it's uh, it, that's a little frightening to me. Um, and then there are times where I think, well, you know, I'm 58. I'm going to miss a lot of these consequences. <laughs> you know, and I'm, like, right. I, I'm not going to be around to see what happens. But uh, I, I uh, but I do think that, like, the, 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 the rise of podcasts, the, the the new extra lanes that one can communicate means that if you are canceled or you will always you will always like it's weird. I think we've turned canceling into a profit center. Somebody cancels Jason Aldean. He just gets more popular. And once that happens, it's like like, you know, I said this. I was people were talking to me like Jessica Tarloff was saying, like, God, I, you know, I, I feel so bad about this stuff. I go, you don't understand. This stuff is like it's like fuel. It's fuel. Like I will not like I, I it just makes me stronger. And and I know that whatever happens to me, I will. As long as you know that you're right, you win. You know, I mean, I, right. I, I that's an idealist point of view, but I feel that way. Here's my problem. The government that was supposed to be limited and diverse. Mm-hmm. And really barely even noticed. 
Yeah. It's in our bedrooms. It's in our kitchens. It's yeah. not doing what it's supposed to do, even in a macro way. Keep the yeah. people safe, secure the border. It's destroying the currency. This isn't crazy conspiracy stuff. It's deciding yeah. what you can keep, what you can't keep. It's now involved in zoning and neighborhoods and so forth and so on. And all of it's being done through the bureaucracy. And all of it's mm -hmm. upheld through courts. In other words, the unelected parts of the government. And so it becomes extremely difficult for me and other people to get their heads around exactly where we are. See, I don't see us anymore as a constitutional republic. I don't see us as a federal republic. I don't see us as a rep representative republic. I don't know what the hell we are right now. What do you yeah. think? It, 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 I, I like to think that when I step out of the work that I'm in, all of that stuff disappears. Like if you, uh, like, you know, I, I, you may feel that you're in the thick of something and it's driving you crazy. And then you just go down to like a liquor store or wherever. Nobody knows they've got their, everybody's got their own issues. They've got problems with their families. They got a job. It's the people that don't have things in the terms of a, of a rich life that they don't, you know, this is a, I, I mentioned this before. I'm not a religious person, but before you destroy something, you better have something better. And I think what's happening is what's replaced religion is just this relentless desire for impact or, or uh, attention. And that is replacing God. And what's, ha what's happening is, for example, instead of having suicide, you now have mm -hmm. suicide plus. So it's like, I'm not taking my own life, but I'm going to take others because that's going to give me impact. You have a woman, you know, a woman who seems like she's got a good job, a nurse, and she's got a, a boyfriend, she's got loving parents, fake a kidnapping. And I think in this world, we are teaching, at least in our American setting, we are teaching that the real way out is to make you the center of attention. Whereas with, with or you, the center, you're looking inward instead of outward. That's a, that's a really, I think we have a lot of really broken people. We're seeing a hell of a lot of mental illness. I mean, I, I go to work every morning coming up 6th Avenue. Uh, I've never seen so many screwed up men, not so much women. It's funny. I always say this. The weirdest observation I see coming up 6th Avenue is all these women going to Pilates and yoga and their Lululemon. And mm -hmm. roughly the same age are these men kind of like twisting about in their own screwed up universe. And it's like, and it's like, it used to be you had to steer clear of the drug addicts because they were manic. These guys are so strung out, Mark, that they, you, you watch just people jog by, you watch people with baby strollers just go right by. And, and it's not, and, and it's like, because these people are, they, the only, the only advantage to this screwed up system is that the drugs have rendered them completely into them of themselves or self-destruction mm -hmm. is, 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 is taking over. So they're not a threat. It's just sad though. It's, it's sad to see this, but somehow women are, women are immune to it, but men just like, and I don't know if that's a bigger question about how men are being viewed or treated. And I don't know if that's the case that might, again, just need maybe a bubble, a bubble issue that we think in our own bubble, but I don't know. I didn't mean to drag you into my hell. I appreciate it. Uh, the book is very funny. It's actually very, very compelling. Uh, you learn all about it, like how Cat came into your world, Tyrus, as yeah. I said, I'm a big fan, uh, yeah, all great. the different Amazing. people. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's a very, it's a summertime book. People ought to read it. 
And so yeah. uh, they had to read it when they're on the beach getting cancer, you know. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's a, it's a, it's, the, the goal is always to flip the culture so that we are the people having fun. We are the people that are fearless. We are the defenders of the First Amendment, which used to be really the left-wing mm-hmm. cause of the 70s. It's been flipped. Now you're right. We're the civil libertarians. Well, yeah. listen, it's Pretty- been a pleasure. Folks, you can watch your show at 10 p.m. Eastern. You've got the five on at uh, five still, I think. And, of yeah. course, the king of late night, you can get it on Amazon.com. I link to it on all my, my social sites. I'm telling you, you're going to have a great time reading this book. Greg, thank you, my friend, and you take care of yourself. Thank you, man. It's a pleasure. Love talking to you. You too. God bless. I mean, bless you. <laughs> you take care of yourself. Bless. I'll take it. <laughs> Thanks, all right, man. man. Be well. Bye-bye. What I meant by cancer is I don't understand people who go on the beach, Mr. Producer, when it's 100 degrees out, and they don't put the proper hat on and the T-shirts on. I see this all the time in Florida. They don't even have the sunscreen. I have to talk to members of my own family about this. And just as a side note, a footnote, comes out of left field, consider it just, you know, public information. Those gamma rays that the sun, that you get on the sun, Mr. they never go away. Did you know that? That's how you get skin cancer and everything. Those rays from the sun that have been in your system, all of a sudden you're 72 years old. And where the hell did that come from? That's where it came from. Anyway, read his book. It's great. The King of Late Night. You can get it on Amazon.com. Any major retail outlet has it now. What did you tell me, Mr. Producer? Something to do? Oh, yes. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. I finally figured out all the stealing that's going on, Mr. Producer, and breaking into stores and taking things, and all these Soros prosecutors who won't charge people. I finally figured it out. And you'll figure it out when you read The Democrat Party Hates America, and I'm being honest about this. If you're being taught, whether formally through the 1619 Project, or by race baiters of both kinds, of all kinds, that private property is property that was stolen from you or your ancestors, that capitalism was built on slavery, and you're going to read a whole chapter on this, that what somebody has, they really shouldn't have because they took it from you or they took it from your ancestors. And that's why prosecutors are really not going to prosecute these kinds of cases because they're Soros prosecutors and this is their ideology. This is how you redistribute wealth, Mr. Producer. And for some, it's a form of reparations, depending on the neighborhood. So that's what stealing and all the rest for the Marxist left is all about. It's justice. It's only crime because of the capitalist system and the white dominant society that, uh, that imposes their laws on us. Did you know this, Mr. Producer? Now you know. 
That's what's going on. I'm not saying the average thug in the street internalizes. What they internalize is my family historically was abused. This society is illegitimate. The capitalist system is illegitimate. So I'm not taking from anybody. I'm taking what's mine. And that's why these radical left-wing Soros Marxist prosecutors are not prosecuting. Because that's their ideology. Through the front, out the back. That these laws are illegitimate. They are intended to maintain the power system that's in place illegitimately. And maintain capitalism, which they say is illegitimate. I deal with all of this. And the Democrat Party destroys America, but much more thoroughly. I really think it's worth understanding. We've had a very full show. There's a lot more to get to. That's why we come back each day. If you want to get Greg Gutfeld's book, and I certainly encourage you to do that. It's just a couple of links away. It is uh, the king of late night. It's really a... You go through it very quickly. It's that good. And uh, you can get it on Amazon.com. Or if you happen to be putzing around on one of my social sites, we link to it directly as, as well. And while you're there, I hope you'll grab my book, too. Uh, I think these are very, very important. I think the way he uh, addresses conservatism or what he might say is libertarianism, certainly civil liberties, is, is very helpful to the cause. Because it's very unique, very rare. And he also brings in other uh, conservative comedians or comics or whatever we call them these days. And uh, who also are funny and are able to, uh, to get into the culture in ways that some of us can't. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, freedom fighters in Taiwan and Ukraine. I want to thank all of you. Great patriots. And I will see you tomorrow.